0: the under center podcast hello and welcome to the under center podcast i'm your host Darmar, and i am joined by just jake woolhead today because fion has decided to go on holidays
1: jake how are you i'm not doing too bad i don't think i'm a huge fan of just jake but i'll take it just for now i think (laughs) fion snuck himself off to spain hopefully to catch up with the sun but i believe he's in the wrong part of spain for that
0: yeah, I think uh, he's gone to the rainy snowy party. He said he was. He's saying he was going to. I didn't know. Didn't know there was a rainy snowy part. But no, I didn't either. But hey, every day's a school day, isn't it?
1: <laughs>
0: we're we're not just uh, a duo though tonight, we are delighted to be joined by Dan Reardon, you may know Dan because he runs the Super Mega Fantasy Podcast, uh, the one place to go to for all your fantasy football needs. Dan, how are you man?
2: Oh good, thanks for the plug right off the top, it really makes the day easier.
0: <laughs> there you go, you don't have to remember it, I'll remember it for you.
2: Perfect, yeah, I don't even have to do an intro, I can just chill out here, I don't have to do the stupid hey, hey, hey at the start of a show, you know, that you feel really awkward when you do.
0: Yeah, no, don't need that, um, I just need your uh, scalding hot takes um, that make no sense at all, so we can comment on more, that's all. Oh, perfect, I've got lots of those. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Uh, we are going to be uh, talking... Uh, well, we're not going. To, we don't know. what We're going to talk because it's going to be the wheel of topics, of course, because it's our week fourteen review show. And before we start, I should mention though, this show and all of our shows this week are brought to you by Horan Estates. Uh, Horan Estates have been so kindly decided to sponsor the shows this week, um, and they are your nationwide estate agents with two locations in Dublin and Galway. They are the experts to use to ensure you get the best possible results in the sale or letting of your property. Head to their website, horanestates.ie to view their properties or to make an inquiry about selling your own uh, property. Uh, or if you want to let it out as well. Uh, thank you to Estates for the sponsorship for this week's show. And we should mention that they've very kindly as well um, helped us uh, donate uh, a jersey of your choice. That's right. We're going to be running the competition after the show tonight. So stay close to our social channels at UndercenterPod on Twitter and at UndercenterPod on Instagram. We're going to be running the competition and the winner will get to choose an NFL jersey on their choice jake you cannot win this so don't even ask what why I, <laughs> it's super fair draw i don't understand why i can't go for it yeah i know you can't quit the show for two weeks and then join after the competition ends you got my other plan that was plan b <laughs> <laughs> i'm so unwilling
1: yeah. to spend money on the giants jerseys at the minute so <laughs>
2: had so, a beautiful color rush picked out and everything it's all gone oh, now oh yeah
1: it was custom.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. If you want, um, if you want, I can buy you a Cowboys jersey and give you that.
1: Yeah, I do need a bit like a fire lighter. So maybe you can for
0: that. <laughs> it's getting cold these days. It's getting cold. <laughs> but like I said, stay close to our social channels after the show because we will release the details of how you can enter the competition to win the jersey just before christmas uh let's uh not waste any further time let's go straight to the wheel of topics in all of its glory there it is uh now i know dan it's your first time seeing the the wheel of topics it can be quite daunting just brace he's yourself speechless. can't you see yeah. he's absolutely he's speechless absolutely speechless he doesn't know what to say now he could like also be frozen in streak <laughs>
2: <laughs> where's my 10 there. grand
0: Uh, where the only thing you can win here is abuse from all of us (laughs) that's the only thing you can win the one guaranteed thing (laughs) (laughs) let's spin the wheel and let's find out what we're going to be talking about first oh is it yes it is oh no this is a really appropriate one because
1: of course dan dan the podcast man is a cardinals fan
0: He is a Cardinals fan because if you weren't aware, of course, last night on the Monday Night Football, the LA Rams went to Arizona and beat the Cardinals by 30 points to 23 despite missing Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby, who both were late omissions from the team and due to them having to be put on the COVID list. A tough day at the office, especially for the likes of um, Kyler Murray who had through two interceptions in the game. Um the Rams, you know, sort of went ahead early and after that they sort of never really looked back. But Dan, actually it's you'd be the perfect person to start on this uh topic. Tell me what did you think of last night's game?
2: Yeah, it um heartbreaking for me personally. I um I watched it on Game Pass this morning and of course when you're watching on game pass you can see how long the game's going to last for. And as I was getting into the fourth quarter, I'm watching and I'm just kind of know. I kind of knew this game was only two hours on game pass, two and 20. And I was like, there's not enough time for anything else to happen. We won't get back into this. But um, in fairness to the Rams, I, I've been kind of saying for the last few weeks that I thought the Rams were a bit of a sham that they were rated as this great team that then they actually weren't. I didn't think they had that strong a core, but um in fairness to them, last night, they played brilliantly on every phase. They kept Kyler in the pocket. They didn't let him get outside. They really put the pressure on. Um, I think Kyler's mistakes were probably on Kyler. I think those two interceptions, he sh- probably – like I don't think they were because of the Rams. I think that might have been just him. But in fairness to the Rams' offense, they moved the ball perfectly. That, that ball to Cooper Cup, it's an essentially just 10 yards easily. And they didn't go for the big play that much. They seemed to be aware that if you targeted the Cardinals' DBs that way, you could give the ball up and turnovers could happen. They seemed to address that very early. And they had a game plan that they weren't going to turn the ball over. And they scored, I think it was like six plays in a row. So that you couldn't really have any complaints with the Rams' offense at all.
1: Yeah, a bit of a weird game. As you said, the two Kyler Murray interceptions were a bit strange. All right, It just kind of looked like you didn't see them or just... Didn't give enough juice on a couple of the balls, not enough height or something like that. Um, And then there was, of course, the last play of the game that, like, it's just so weird. I don't know what the plan was. It kind of almost looked like a quarterback draw. And then he ended up running around in a circle. And then, obviously, Aaron Donald came in and, and tackled him
0: to the ground. But,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's a lot easier to win games when you get two takeaways from
0: the quarterback like that. I think they were killed by, like, two penalties as well in that for it was a false yeah. start and there was a yeah. I think a holding, a holding penalty because it was a decent I think it was a decent run by by Kyler and then it was pulled yeah, back for the hold. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, even on the
2: pretty... even on the series before that, Kyler he couldn't he shouldn't have taken that sack. He took the sack and then the field goal ended up taking nearly a minute off the clock. It's just mental things like that. If he hadn't taken that sack, if he had just gotten away or thrown it away, you would have saved an extra minute and a half they could have used later in the game when they got that onside kick.
1: Strange to go for it as well, uh, on the fourth and one or fourth and two instead of taking the field goal when you're down by 10 at that point, and then when you got the ball back, you you took the field goal anyway. It was thought that was just a bit of a
0: strange sequence there,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I think that's what wasn't that what the analytics always say, anyway, yeah, I know, but you got to trust you... those analytics, Jake,
1: <laughs> yeah, but they were. Really...
2: It was my play call, though. I don't think I'd be running it with James Conner there. I think I would have been yeah,
1: and just... it was a, Again, it was an also, it was a weird play call. There's so much more. I was expecting a, a Kyler run somewhere, QB draw, or something along the lines of that. Maybe a little bit too expected, but uh, the, certainly the James Connor coming from six yards deep in the backfield wasn't the most efficient play call you had. Even a Rondale Moore run somewhere would have been better than
0: that. Yeah. Well, the uh, Murray did struggle to, to get the ball to you know the star receiver um you know Hop throughout that game the first quarter seemed to be going successfully but after that he sort of struggled to get the the ball too
2: yeah like the i think it was two targets in the first quarter and then it it seemed like we didn't see hopkins for a solid 15 30 minutes of gameplay there was there was nothing really happening. He he targeted A.J. Green a lot, but you would have thought with Jalen Ramsey off the field that it would have been an easy game plan just to go to Hopkins basically every play.
0: Yeah, and I think A.J. didn't he have? If, but now was this? Do you think it was A.J.'s fault for that long pass that should have been a touchdown where he never turned his head?
2: Um, yeah, do I think that was more the throw. I actually think there was a lot of pressure on the inside with that. I think Kyler was falling back, wasn't he, when that ball was thrown? But mm-hmm. it, it looked like Kyler kind of snatched at it and threw it the wrong way.
1: Yeah. And I, I look at one of them option routes where they could have went. He could have decided on the top of the route and they just they weren't on the same page for it
0: yeah and then looking at at the the bigger picture then for for the rest of the season you know this is a, a a divisional loss you know against a division rival who is fighting for the top of that NFC West title but also it took the cardinals from first in the NFC rankings now down to third
2: yeah the the christmas day game against the colts now is going to be a lot of fun for most <laughs> of us i think i think we'll all be uh we'll all be having a few beers and watching that one quickly just to <laughs> keep an eye on things
0: yeah for sure and um we'll have to we'll have to see do you think though with the schedule that the the cardinals have left do you think that maybe now we we're in a little they're in a little bit of trouble to sort of get that number one seed now especially for holding on to it for so long
2: yeah definitely for the one seed um it's a little bit worrying i it's the schedule has um, the 49ers and the Rams on, not the Rams, sorry, the 49ers and the Seahawks on it again as well. And divisional games are you just Weird. never really know. Like even yeah, with yeah. even with the Seahawks not having a great year, you wouldn't put it past Seahawks just to have a little sting to the tail at the end. And home field advantage is so important. You you don't want to go to Lambeau. You don't want to have to play Aaron Rodgers yeah, in the right snow. Um, yeah. very disappointing for Dan
0: (laughs) (laughs) well to be fair from the Seahawks point of view I was kind of hoping you'd have the one seed wrapped up by week 18 so you'd play your second team so I wouldn't have to go through that but we already played your second string quarterback and lost to them earlier on this year so I don't know which one I kind of want at this stage
2: you never want to lose to the division rivals never never.
0: you never want want to lose to Colt McCoy but the Seahawks seem to do it all the time as well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, it always happens. But let's get uh, let's wrap up that that side of things, and we'll get back to the wheel in one second. But before we do, we should also say that uh, we are continuing our sponsorship with McGowan's of Finsbury too. And um, upstairs at McGowan's is the place to be on NFL Sundays. McGowns has everything you'll need: multiple screens to watch the games and NFL Red Zone on their big projector with some tasty pints and some even tastier. Food, drink deals, including if a player scores in the main Sky Sports games, uh, then you will get two for one drinks for the rest of that quarter. We run a poll every week to see uh, which player from each game you think will score a touchdown. When you make that choice, if he does on the Sunday, the rest of the quarter, two for one drinks. Uh, You had a choice of, I believe, a Mary Cooper or Terry McLaurin last week. The uh, Uh, All all of our listeners decided to go, not all of them, but the majority of our listeners went for Terry McLaurin. If they'd gone for a Mary Cooper, you could have two for one drinks. So, you know, that's what it's like. So if you think that the people voting are wrong, make sure you get involved in those votes so you can be in with a chance to win two for one drinks in McGowns. make sure you book your table of course for Sunday by keeping an eye on our social channels or follow McGowns on uh, Instagram and Twitter too and, and thank you of course to McGowan's for continuing to look after the show but let's get back to the wheel of topics here and let's see what we're going to be speaking about next Dan the worst yep. part is over there you have to talk about your own <laughs> team so the rest is the rest is a duddle
2: I must say you're getting good at those ad reads really make me want a pint now
0: <laughs> that wasn't the ad read Dan <laughs> so the Browns beat the Lamar less uh, Ravens a you know I always say that the because when I'm doing the uh, AFC North bets I always bet the under because they, there's never many high scoring games of course, this one has to be the over by like two points that wrecks my bet last week because the Cleveland Browns beat the Baltimore Ravens by 24 points to 22. Jake, uh, I'm going to start with you on this. You know, the, the Browns, they, they come true in the end against um the Ravens who lost Lamar early in the game. Um, they had to go for Tyler Huntley instead, who... To, to his own credit, didn't look the worst for the rest of that game. Played quite well, um, but the, the Browns did just enough in the end to get the win.
1: Yeah, just enough is right. They were close to actually losing that game as well to the, the backup quarterback, as you said, Tyler Huntley. Um, Yeah, it was weird seeing Lamar go off like that with the ankle injury, and we're still not quite sure what the severity of that is. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think the Browns could almost brown it, but they did. Uh, i'm glad they won it though because i had them in my pickem this week and uh glad to get that extra point above uh, i think fionn had the ravens as well so me and you had the the point ahead of fionn on that one
0: yeah oh well we're talking about predictions i should say i was perfect in the early games just want to get that out there. Perfect mm. in the early games. So just saying, uh, the comeback has started and it will continue until the end of the season, until I am crowned champion. No co-champion like last year. Standalone, standalone. But Dan, <laughs> what did you think yourself of um, of the Browns now coming off a boy and getting a much-needed much, much needed win in their division?
2: Yeah, the AFC North, just it just feels very meh altogether. Like the... If you look at all four of those teams, is there, is there any of them that we think can win a playoff game, really? I, like, I don't think the Browns, if they make the playoffs, I think they're going to get picked off easy. Like, Baker just looks so average.
1: He looks terrible right now, yeah. yeah. But he's kind of like what we like, always you- thought. Well, we always kind of thought he was. He was just like a slightly above average quarterback, maybe. The injuries might be slowing hmm. down, sure, but he just doesn't look great at all. But, remember but the
2: hype talked- those first six games when he came in, and it was... Records yeah. were getting broken, and it was—I don't even know if you can give this guy a contract.
1: Well, he's going to get a
2: contract.
0: <laughs> that's the—that's the interesting because we spoke about that um, a few couple of weeks ago. Um, because the towards the end of last season and the start of this season, like you mentioned, Dan Baker had played quite well. It seemed that they got a system in place where no, the pressure isn't on him to throw the ball an awful lot. They rely on the running game, and he's there for the few. uh for the, the not the minimal times, but like they don't want him to throw 40, 50 times a game. So if he gets that 20, 30, but now with this injury and his persistence and his, you know, you know, you could say ignorance perhaps to, to continue playing on and not take time out because maybe he believes that uh, I it can't possibly be he believes that Case Keenum is going to be him for a starting job. It must be because he's trying to earn that contract. But is he, you know, devaluing himself by continuing to play and play poorly.
2: Uh, I can't imagine that he has much value at the minute anyway. I think he's probably rock bottom,
0: isn't he? Well I think he's blessed by the fact that there's a really, really bad draft class this year in the quarterback position. But the Browns probably wouldn't have been
1: in a position to draft quarterback anyway this coming draft. So they're like
0: you know well, even really thoughts of them thing. trying to move thoughts of them trying to even move up possibly to get one would be out the window.
1: Yeah, but do you really want to hamstring your team and do that? They're better off filling that offensive line or picking up a position of need and keeping Baker because an above our average quarterback can get you far enough if you have a strong team around him.
0: But the does has a strong team around him. He has two great, he has two really good running backs. He has got a strong offensive line there, um, especially in the two tackle positions, especially. Um, he's got, okay, he had decent wide receivers like jarvis andrews is a serviceable wide receiver i think he's quite good you know Donovan people jones could improve and be a better player and be that deep threat that they're looking for and like in the t- tight end position especially david and joku and and austin hooper you know they they've got some really good tools there
1: yeah, I mean, they're good tools, but like the team could always be better, I, I suppose. I just don't think going for a quarterback and, and trading all assets way to get a quarterback or to reach and pick a quarterback is probably going to do them any better than Baker Mayfield can do.
2: I think with Stefanski's offense, like, they really don't need the quarterback that much either. Like As long as Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are both healthy, that seems to be the way it goes. But have people just figured out this offense now? They figured out if you can neutralize the two runners, that's kind of it
0: well we'll we'll see now because they obviously do play we have some saturday games this week and they're playing the raiders um on saturday evening and it's going to be interesting because we did hear the news today that eight players were have been placed on the covid list including um Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Landry they and also Wyatt have Taller, I think as well yeah i have the full list here and um, so yeah Jerick Willis Austin Hooper uh, Wyatt Teller um you know, uh, Tack McKinley, Drew Forbes, Jojo Nason, who's a wide receiver and a tight end, a backup tight end, Ross Travis. So, you know, that's eight at the moment. You know, it could be more before the end of the week. And, you know, in with not many games left, you know, the, and it's such a tight division. And in a game against the Raiders, which is definitely a winnable game, especially by how the Raiders have been playing recently, you know, losing all these guys is, is, is could be detrimental toward for the end of the year.
1: Yeah, it's certainly going to make it tough. I mean, like the Raiders can put up points. We know they can, but um, uh, against the weakened Browns, it might look a little bit easier.
2: <laughs> Just more COVID news popped up there as well. The Rams closed their training yeah. facility. Obj
0: enhanced COVID thing as well. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, it is, it it looks like we we're having a little bit of a, a wave throughout the NFL at the moment. And I guess I could ask this question to you guys as well, because more local to home here um, with the, say, the football here over in the UK, you've seen like games postponed because of Tottenham Hotspur having, you know, COVID issues. Man United have had COVID issues. They've had their game postponed. There are rumours about possibly shutting down football for a couple of weeks over here just to get cases leveled out. Do you see something happening over there now? If this continues to happen, no,
1: I don't think so. I think the the league came out and said at the start of the, the year that they're just not going to accommodate teams that have poor uh, poor COVID results because they know like that it's was very
0: specific. sorry, Jake. That was before there was a new variant, though.
1: Well, I don't think the NFL has changed or has said anything different about the new variant, have they?
0: I don't think they've had to. I, yet. I don't see because there's only know. been there's only been one confirmed case of the Omicron. Yeah variant and that was a what they class as a tier three level person in washington so someone that has next to no contact with players yeah, yeah, but yeah. if players start getting this new variant then questions are going to have to be asked i don't I see don't think them the
2: the no? yeah i don't think the nfl is going to stop the machine there's too much money involved for them at this stage
0: okay okay fair enough let's talk, I'd try and play devil's advocate a little bit but I, you guys are in total agreement, which doesn't help my case, but I'm going to say they're going to cancel. (laughs) 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 I know we have to go six months without it for like long for each year. Let's not have any weeks cancelled. So, yeah, let's totally, I'm totally on board of continuing to play. Just have to ask the question. That's all. Um, let's move on and let's go to our next topic and um, before we do make sure you are following us on our social channels at undercenter pod on twitter at pod on instagram if you want to follow us on Facebook you can facebook.com forward slash undercenter pod uh, if you want to get our YouTube channel or if you want to listen to the audio side of the show go to YouTube or to wherever you get your podcast just search undercenter podcast that's where you'll find. Subscribe, download, listen, or watch whichever you want to of all of our latest shows. That's where you will find them. So let's get the wheel back up here and let's see what we're going to be talking about next. Da-da-da, which one is it going to be? Oh, yes, it is this and one. Fion's okay. Not on the show. <laughs> well, I know, I know. The Fion has been uh, quite vocal in his disdain i could say at this stage because that's what it is pretty much with you and urban meyer his disdain for for uh, urban meyer because the jaguars of course lost at the weekend by 20 points to zero against the titans in a game Now, let's to be fair that no one really expected them to win but the extra news stems from the reports that came out last week that urban meyer called out his assistants and told them, asked them what they've achieved in the game to warrant being in their jobs, calling them losers and him being a winner, but it looks as though that the only loser in Jacksonville at the moment is Urban Meyer Jake, what do you think about this farce that's going on? It's, it's absolutely, it's so strange he, like we've said it for the entire season,
1: anytime he's come up and he's come up quite a bit that ever since he's come into the league there's just not been a good story that came out of like anything out of Jacksonville about him. Yeah, at the from the very beginning, hiring all the 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 coaches to train the staff and stuff like that. And Chris then Doyle as well, that, Chris that Doyle, Doyle yeah. And then the fucking in the pub thing with the girl, and he's there preaching family and all this stuff to his players. And there's him outside doing what he wants to do, um, outside of it. And now here we go. He's calling the uh, the people that he needs to um, rely on to make the team better, losers and. Where are you going to get from that? Like, and then you have your your first overall pick go out and throw four interceptions. The whole team's crumbling, and he needs to be gone sooner rather than later.
0: Also, I should mention sorry, sorry, and Dan should also mention sorry about Marvin Jones that came out. I don't know if yeah. you saw that about him having to walk out of team meetings because he can't deal with the amount of. I'm going for an Irish phrase bollocks that's coming out of Urban Meyer's <laughs> mouth at the moment. But Dan, what what do you think?
2: Did that actually happen? He actually just walked out of meetings. He walked yeah, he, out of he meetings, left yeah.
1: meetings and some training. He had to be like uh, corralled back in by some trainers and stuff. Like he was about to leave the team, apparently. Good,
2: good man, Marvin. I, I'm happy you, to hear you know, that. <laughs> you know,
1: it has to be bad because he played on the Lions and they were not good. And now they're on the Jaguars and he's walking out now. He's never done that before.
2: Yeah, no, like Urban Meyer doesn't sound like a, a nice guy at all. Like, and he's basically undone everything he did at college as well. Like you can't, you can't honestly think that he has any skills at all. If he took this step up, he was supposed to be this offensive guru. He got a number one QB Heisman trophy winner. And this is what he has. This is his offense. One touchdown for Trevor Lawrence in what, seven games.
0: It's awful. Sound like the giants nearly. They only ran the ball six times against the Titans. And then he bench
2: James Robinson as well. Like he, Trevor yeah. Lawrence had just shouted him to bring on the best offensive player on the field. Yeah, because he's in timeout.
0: <laughs> he hates he was, James Robinson. He was watching. He was watching Super Nanny or something that week, putting him in the naughty corner or something like that, just for f- having a fumble issue, which happens can happen at any time, you know. And like you were saying, he is the he is their best offensive weapon and their best chance, probably for. Um, winning games when well, they're not winning games at the moment and you know it's it is going to be an interesting off season up there or down there in Jacksonville because whether they do decide to to let Urban Meyer go there's going to be a lot of staff turn around either way because if you're a staff member and you've been called they being called a loser and stuff like that there's no way you're staying on that um, coaching staff next season so he's going to have to get all new coordinators and all all new you know uh, position coaches probably because and uh, and also if there's any and anyone in any way decent who's going to want to go and play or ch- work under Urban Meyer if he does stay in Jacksonville now after all these reports that have been coming out all year. I also read a thing there earlier. If, if, so if Shay
1: Khan fires Urban Meyer, he owes him something like $40 million, whereas if Urban Meyer quits, he owes him nothing. So it, it could be a bit of a stalemate kind of thing where they're just waiting to see who who uh, goes forward first with uh, with leaving or firing
0: them.
2: Khan's the same guy who tried to buy Wembley, though, so $40 million might sound like a small amount. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, he could be the guy also responsible for relocating them to to London, which I think, um, you know, could still happen. You never know. Maybe playing in London every week or they would probably play in Tottenham Hotspur now, wouldn't they? If they if they actually moved over. uh,
1: Yeah, they would. They would be playing in Tottenham. All right. But it wouldn't be full time. Anyway, it'd be for one month on one month off or something like that. I it would think we've have all to be. been
2: to too. We've all been to too many Jaguars games at this stage. Yeah. Anyway, don't move them to London. <laughs> We'd have to go more regularly then.
0: Uh, my Jaguar game count is still zero, and it plans to stay that way. I don't care how many times they play in London. <laughs> I, no, maybe you, that's where I, my drinking comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that you're Irish, Jake. It's that you've been to too many Jaguars games. I have. You know? I legitimately have, and I don't remember a single one of them. <laughs> Let's go back to the wheel for one last time tonight I think we have enough time for one more guys um so let's see what we're going to be talking about before we wrap up this edition of the show. I wonder if we're going to be talking about Washington now that Fionn's not here. no it's not it's not going to be it's Denver honor number 88 in convincing win sort of a sad note that we had that we sort of finished the show on. Um, this evening, um, because uh, despite the uh, Denver Broncos beating the Detroit Lions by 38 points to 10 and um, the game, of course, w- the was overshadowed by the um, sudden loss of uh, Demarius Thomas during the week. Of course, he was found dead in his home in Atlanta. Of course, thoughts uh, go out to his family and friends at this difficult time and. Um, but Jake, obviously, we we went on air uh, and t- directly after it happened. But you know, your sort of—I guess—what was your sort of instant reaction to to hearing about the passing of Demarius Thomas?
1: It's hard to hear a player like that. He's so young, and uh, and he was involved in the league for a while, and just seemed to be well regarded between players, coaches, fans. Everybody loved him. so it's hard to see. Um... I had to see someone like that go, and I I really liked a lot of the tributes that the players gave him. Uh, podcasts around Ireland, even the NFL, obviously everywhere, given these very touching tributes to him, his family, and the whole lot. And I I think was it an interception in the game? Uh, one of the Broncos player intercepted a ball and ran it over to the eighty-eight. I really liked that. Yeah, Justin Simmons. Yeah, I thought it was lovely.
2: Yeah, on the um, on the Denver side, they did a great job all of, all the way through, which is just their praise for them. Like they even kicked off with ten men, and the Lions declined the penalty uh, for the ten men on the kickoff. It would have been would have been a strange thing if they hadn't, but it was uh, it was all it was all managed perfectly by the Denver Broncos, I think, throughout the whole thing.
1: I think I seen like the last drive was eighty eight total yards or something like that, some weird stat like that. It was very cool. Wow.
0: I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. That's actually really, really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it. We saw, like you mentioned, Jake, all the tributes that we've seen, and you know, it kind of shows when, like, everyone in the league had like nothing but nice things to say about the Marius, and you know, there was not a bad word said. The likes of, you know, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, especially coming out. I know Tom Brady only played from for about, a, like, you know, a, a New York minute, but. Um, the likes of Peyton Manning with him for his Super Bowl run, and obviously everyone remembers the the famous, you know, uh, famous touchdown against the Steelers, you know, with, with Tim Tebow, and you know it, he will be he will be missed, and I'm sure at at some stage in the future he will be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm sure it, it'll definitely be deserved for for the career that you had, multiple time Pro Bowler, and like we said hope that he uh, rests in peace and thoughts are with his family and friends at, at this time. Um, I think, guys, I think that's the perfect place to sort of wrap up the show unless you want to add anything more before we go. No, I couldn't find a better note to finish on. No, 100%. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Dan, as always, or Dan, not as always, but Dan, <laughs> thank you for coming on to the show and, and helping us and covering for Fion today. We really appreciate it.
2: No problem at all. I love uh, I love hopping on here and anything I can take away from Fiona is always a bonus.
0: <laughs> excellent stuff, excellent stuff. And hopefully we get to hear more of the uh, super mega fantasy pod coming up soon, hopefully. Yeah,
2: well, the the league has actually gone into the playoffs now, so hopefully we get the first season done and I don't crack under the pressure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. You've made it this far. Your course is going to keep going. Jake, as always, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. No problem. And like we mentioned earlier on, be glued, I should say, to our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram at Under Center Pod for both, because we are going to be running our brand new competition with tanks to horror in the States. You can be in with a chance to win an NFL jersey of your choice just before Christmas. It's gonna be fantastic. You can just call us all Santa Claus by the end of the, by the end of next week because yeah. some some lucky person is gonna be getting an NFL jersey of their choice. But uh, that is where we're gonna wrap up this edition of the show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Stay safe, and we will see you soon.